It's time for Lisbon High School Football on Thunder 106.1. Tonight's game is brought to you by CHI Lisbon Health, Welton Tire Service, Sanford Health, Cardio Equipment, Mobility Plus Rehabilitation, Hefty Seed Company. Tonight's Lisbon Broncos football game is brought to you by Dickey Rural Networks, Wallach Johnson Insurance, Bank North, Nodak Insurance and Agent Lee Falk, Lisbon Bronco Boosters, Olson Accounting, Extreme Clean Car Wash of Lisbon and Enderlin, and Edward Jones Oaks. And now let's head to the field with the call of today's game, Eric Johnson. Oh, thank you very much, Evan Carlson. And we are in for a wet night. Well, let me correct that. The players and the fans are in for a wet night tonight. Unless you happen to be sitting at home and uh, listening to us on Thunder Country 106.1 FM. Uh, definitely a rainy, uh, misty night here as I got close to the bowl coming down the hill on the north side of Lisbon. It was pretty uh, foggy out there as well, but once we got down to the bottom of the hill, things are okay. But you can still see out for the distance a bit of a haze out there, and hopefully uh, that will not move our way. But I can tell you right now, the field is going to be wet, and maybe, uh, maybe just giving Lisbon uh, that one more <laughs> advantage that I'm not quite sure if they're going to need. So the Lesbian Broncos coming into tonight, number three in the state of North Dakota in their class, uh, got off to a hot start again. Uh, they've won two games to start off this season. Uh, really have not been challenged as of yet, but that uh, we think. We'll see what happens here tonight. Uh, but Northern Cats coming into this game 0-3, and, and uh, we'll see what they have to offer. I know that they have got a very young team in talking to Coach. In fact, uh, we might as well get to Coach here coming up in just a moment. We need to get to our Sanford pregame show. Our game time is coming up here in just a bit. So we're going to take our uh, pregame break, and when we come back, we'll hear from the Lisbon football coach, Joe Gurney, coming up in just a moment. Staying on top of your health is important for every single aspect of your life. Sanford Health Lisbon Clinic is here to make sure all your needs are taken care of right here in your hometown. With Sanford Lisbon, you can experience a close relationship with a provider that is part of your community and will be your health partner for life. To learn more about the services offered in your town, visit SanfordHealth.org. Sanford Health Lisbon Clinic wishes all athletes the best of luck this season. Water isn't just water. Hi, I'm Darren Hefty with Hefty Seed. Your water quality is likely hurting how well your herbicide and other spray applications work. The reason why? It is hard. Hard water occurs with calcium, magnesium, and other metals that are present in the water as positively charged ions. They bind to herbicides, they bind to other ag products, and they reduce your effectiveness. That's why we've developed WaterRite that neutralizes hard water. WaterRite can make your applied products work like they're supposed to. For more information, visit HeftySeed.com. Wallach Johnson Insurance is an agency built on combining the traditional values of integrity, service, and professionalism. Contact Luann or Walt in Lisbon for a free quote on any type of insurance, crop, property, casualty, life, health, and more. They are ready to assist you with whatever insurance you need. They are committed to giving you outstanding personalized service. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff are always ready to help, regardless of how large or small your insurance needs may be. Wallach Johnson Insurance, wishing the Lisbon Broncos the best of luck. 
The Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters is a group of parents, coaches, and community members whose mission is to enrich the athletic community by providing financial support for Lisbon High School athletic programs. Proudly supporting all of Lisbon's varsity sports programs, the Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters would like to thank the community for their involvement and participation in fundraising. Check out the Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters on Facebook for upcoming events and opportunities where you can volunteer, donate, or join the booster team. Catch the spirit with Lisbon Bronco Athletics. We are back in the pregame show, visiting now with the head coach of the Lisbon Broncos football team, Joe Gerding. And, uh, Joe, your team off to a hot start, much uh, like last uh, year. You faced an opponent last week in Fargo Oak Grove that you limited to 25 yards of offense. Uh, what did you like in that game? And I, I, knowing you, I'm sure there was a few things that you probably didn't like a whole lot in that game. Yeah, no, there were definitely some, uh, some positives and a couple of negatives to take away from it. Uh, you know, one thing we really liked was how our defense played. Uh, you you alluded to 25 yards total in the game, and in the first half it was actually negative nine yards in the first half. So we were very happy with the performance of our, you know, number ones on defense. Um, just a couple of things that, you know, we weren't too thrilled with as a coaching staff, you know, some uncharacteristic things. We had uh, two turnovers early, and then we took eight penalties for a total of 80 yards. So we just weren't too happy with that. And there, but there are things that we can control and, you know, clean up. Do you think just basically having a weird fall camp and a kind of a fall season really didn't get a chance to hit each other is what's kind of led to these turnovers in the first couple of games, or is it just something completely different? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's the fact that, I mean, we didn't hit for the first three weeks, really anybody besides ourselves. And in practice, we never go full contact. And, you know, one of them against Oak Grove yesterday, or last week was kind of a fluke where, you know, it, it hit one of our punt, one of the guys blocking a gunner in the back on a punt return, and it just was kind of a fluke play. Uh, you did open up the playbook a little bit more against Oak Grove, and uh, I believe Hunter Schultz had a beautiful long throw to Avery Dick, if memory serves me right. So happy with uh, what uh, passing opportunities and completions that you had? Yeah, definitely. We, you know, we threw the ball a little bit more. I mean, we still wouldn't class- classify ourselves as a passing team. No. But, uh, you know, there's, there's still a little bit more to come. We didn't, quite unop- we didn't quite open up everything, and you may see a little bit more tonight again. So Northern Cass comes into this contest tonight. Sounds like uh, they're a pretty young uh, football team. They've lost all three games so far. They have faced Langdon Area Munich, uh, Kindred, and Sargent County. I'm sure they're very hungry to uh, try and get a win. So what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm sure you've watched film. What, what does Lisbon have to do well tonight to get a victory? You know, there's a couple of players on Northern Cast that we really got to watch out for. They've got, you know, a couple of kids that have made some big plays, you know, some of their big plays this year. Uh, number 12, the Vanderwall kid in the backfield is where they line him up primarily, but they'll split him out and move him to fullback and everything. And he's a he's an explosive player and a very good athlete for him and, a, you know, a kid that you don't want to let get out in space. And then uh, number four is another player for them. Uh, Metzger is his last name. He was able to take a uh, kickoff back and return it to the house last week against Sargent County. So they've got a couple of explosive athletes that we've got to pay attention to where they are in the field and everything. And, you know, but we feel a huge advantage for us this week is going to be up front with our, you know, big physical offensive line. And we just want to, you know, kind of set the tone and take over there up front right away to start the game. So it is senior night. This is the first home game for the Lisbon Broncos because of COVID-19. Or let's first of all maybe just talk about the crowd. Uh, is it pretty much everybody welcome, or is that going to be limited for folks to come to the game tonight? Uh, it's not restricted tonight. You know, face masks and all that is highly encouraged, but we're not restricting any numbers. 
Okay. And as far as uh, senior night, I, I notice, I don't know traditionally if a senior night, or at least for Lisbon, would be this early in the season, but we've seen that in a few other sports where, you know, they finally, a team has a home game and they want to get the senior nights out of the way because you just don't know what's going to happen later in the year. So it is an opportunity to honor the seniors tonight. Anything special that's going to happen? No, I mean, nothing too special at halftime. We're just going to recognize each one individually and you know, allow them to walk out onto the field with their parents, you know, because it's not a commitment just for the kids. It's also a commitment for the parents as well. Injury-wise, you guys doing okay? Yep, we're healthy. When you need answers, knowing where to turn is important. When it comes to insurance, the answer is right here in front of you. Hi, I'm Lee Falk, your NODAC insurance company agent in Lisbon. I'll be there for you when you have an insurance question or if you need help filing a claim. You can rely on me to protect what matters most. Answers come easy with NODAC insurance. Call me today at 701-683-4802 for the answers you need today or for a free no-obligation quote. We are back at a very wet Lisbon High School field right now. The rain continues to come down uh, from folks that I had talked to here at the uh, field. Sounds like it's been raining for a good chunk of the day today, but I'm not really seeing any mud out there right now, so the turf is still well intact. In fact, this is the first game of the year for the uh, Lisbon Broncos at Lisbon Field, so besides maybe the occasional practice over here, it should be in pretty good shape. So we, uh, this is senior night, too. I want to make sure that uh, we get that out there. Of course, you heard the interview with Coach Joe Gerding, and uh, there is going to be a presentation at the half for the uh, seniors. We'll see if we can jump in on that a little bit and acknowledge there's 10 seniors on this Lisbon Broncos football team. Let's get through the uh, starting lineups, first of all, for the offense for the uh, Jaguars. And, again, their uh, front line, from what I we heard from Coach, is awful young. So let's uh, start with the uh, the center position for the Jaguars tonight, going to the junior, number 59, Tim Mayer. At guard, a senior, number 77, Joe Nelson. Also at guard, a sophomore, number 64, and that is Max Bronski. At tackle will be a senior, number 51, that is Ryan Messner, and an eighth grader at the other tackle spot. Oof. 55, number 55, Brody uh, Gaston, and these youngsters here are going to have to deal with a very big defensive line that allowed 25 yards of offense against the Grovers last week. Let's uh, get through. In fact, uh, we're going to jump on, see if we can get the uh, introduction here for the Lisbon Broncos. And we might not be able to pick it up cleanly. Robert Adam, your tight end, senior number one, it's Avery Dick. Your wide receiver, it's the sophomore number five of Broden, Bowden Greenlee. Your wide receiver is a senior number eight, Simon Svem. At fullback, he's a senior number seven, it's Colby Rasmussen. Your running back is a senior number two, Jordan Sowers. Your quarterback, give it up for the senior, number 12 of Hunter Schultz. The Broncos are coached by Joe Gurney and assisted by Kevin McCleary. So there you go, the starting introduction for your Lisbon Broncos on senior day, and the rain has picked up again, and we can see a fair portion of people on the far side of the field inside the cars. The lights are on. Um, just trying to see in the, the crowd here on the near side. They're actually out the side of our building, so it's tough to see into the stands, but it looks like there's a fairly decent portion of Lisbon Bronco fans. <laughs> They've got their umbrellas. They've 
got their rain jackets. They are ready, hardy folk. And it looks like uh, we are just about set for the opening kickoff here. Um, this could be a very challenging game for the Northern Cast Jaguars. Again, we'll see how they fare early on. I was looking through some of the scores, and the Northern Cast Jaguars have not been within three touchdowns of any of the opponents that they have played so far this year. We'll get to that in just a second here. I'll pull that up on my computer. We got the kickoff to the Lisbon Broncos first, so we'll see what they have to offer to get this game underway. A lot of football games going on around the region tonight on a Friday night. So the kickoff will be a low-line drive kick. It'll be taken at about the 25-yard line up to the 30, to the 35, up the middle. The return goes up to the about 45-yard line. On the return, I believe that is going to be Caden Sweet. Check that in just a moment. Number 24, Caden Sweet. Yep, he returns it out to the 45-yard line. So it'll be first down and 10 for the Broncos. I'll do this real quick. I... Should have had this up initially, and I've had to go through about 16 screens on my computer here to get to the record. Finally, I got the Northern Cass record and uh, what they've done against certain teams. So we'll get to that in just a moment. First down and 10, great field position to start things off. Direct snap goes to Sowers. He's running to the right, to the 45, up to the 50-yard line, and he's going to get a gain of seven. He'll be brought down at the 48-yard line of the Jaguars. So, so far this year for the Jaguars, 0-3, Overall record 0-1 in section play. Lost to Langdon area Munich, who hasn't, but they played them to open up the season 59-14. Lost at Kindred 49-6. And then they lost at home to Sargent County 32-7. But the first two games of the year, they played some juggernauts. We'll back it up just a hair. It'll be placed at the 49-yard line, direct snap. Run up the middle. I believe that is going to be Hunter Schultz this time. Looks like, to me, he's got enough for the first down. He got down to the 44-yard line, and it is going to be a Broncos first down. So move the chains. No mud on the jerseys as of yet. We'll see if it stays that way. I have a kind of a feeling here that the Broncos, they'd like to be able to Maybe build up a fairly decent-sized lead here early, and if it uh, ends up being like it maybe is on paper. Now we got Hunter Schultz coming here to the near side to the 40, goes down the sideline to the 30, to the 25, pushed out of bounds, down at the 23-yard line. A big gain for Schultz, and that will be another Broncos first down. Back-to-back -back runs here for the Broncos that net first downs. 10.50 just underway and a Welton Tire Service scoreboard check. Right now the scoreboard shows zeros, but that could be changing here very quickly. Wide receiver on the right side of the formation. That is them. Rasmussen also rolling in front of Sowers. Sowers trying to sweep the corner down to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown! Well, that was quick. 23-yard touchdown run. Jordan Sowers with the TD. And he has got a already just a man load of touchdowns on this season. I believe he already had five, maybe six already coming into this. So the Lisbon Broncos just under 90 seconds take the lead in this game on a 23-yard TD run by number two, Jordan Sowers. Now they'll go for the two-point conversion. 
Spam wide receiver way to the right. The hardest part here for the Jaguars is they are just so small in a lot of the positions. Now, bad snap. It's picked up off the ground by Schultz. He carries it into the end zone and gets the two-point conversion. So just like that, the Lisbon Broncos put an eight up on the board. It's eight to nothing, 10-33 remaining here in the first quarter. We're going to take our first break. We'll be back with a kickoff coming up to the Jaguars next on Thunder Country 106.1 FM. This is Dr. Ryan Lorenz, physical therapist at Mobility Plus Rehabilitation with offices in Enderlin, Lisbon, Gwinter, and Valley City. Our mission is to provide exceptional physical and occupational therapy by highly skilled therapists to minimize pain and maximize mobility, which quickly allows you to return to the quality of life you desire. We will evaluate and educate you on your condition, review treatment options, and create an effective treatment plan to solve your impairments based on your unique situation and needs. I invite you to call our offices at Mobility Plus today. It's true. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, we agree, and we'd like to help. We're Edward Jones. Together, we'll give you long-term retirement strategy the attention it deserves. Stop by Edward Jones Financial Advisor Andrew Delabar's office at 412 Main Avenue in Oaks or call 701-742-3552. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Well, it is going to be a short kickoff, and it looks like it was fumbled up at the 37-yard line. I believe the Jaguars were able to get back on top of that football. Where they kicked the uh, the ball, it actually went right in front of a section of the building that I got a piece of wall sitting in front of me, so I couldn't see it for a moment. But it will be first down and 10 for the Jaguars, and it will be at the 37-yard line. Our lineups tonight, by the way, forget to mention this, by CHI Lisbon Health. Rain continues to come down here, 1026. Again, remaining here in the first quarter of play. It's already eight zip. Direct snap. Quarterback will try to bring it forward. He gets back to the line of scrimmage. Not much there for Colby Vanderwall, the quarterback senior. So it'll be second down and 10. And just uh, staggering numbers last week defensively for this Lisbon Broncos team, only allowing 25 yards of offense to the Grovers. I was not looking at that stat, and I didn't find out until a coach told me after the game. And to have negative nine, I've been trying to pick on the Grovers, but the Grovers had negative nine yards of offense in an entire half. Now a handoff coming here to the near side, and the back's going to get drunk down by two in the backfield. On the carry was Volden. He had nowhere to go. He tried to sweep to the right. One of the lead tacklers in there, number 56, Caleb Olson. That defensive lineman came bursting through. He also had some help, but it's going to be a loss of close to eight yards on the play. So as we mentioned, this is going to be not only a struggle defensively in the line for the Jaguars, but they also have, at a couple of key spots, very small offensive linemen. Hence, Olsen basically in the backfield as that handoff was being uh, handed off, literally. Now you get a different quarterback out there. It's Metzger this time. Throws a quick little pass here to the near side to Vanderwald. Makes the catch at about the 40-yard line. Continues to go up to about the 42-43 yard line. So a little just dump pass to Vanderwall. He picks up some positive yardage. So you... It'll be fourth down and about four. They're going to give him some bonus on that. They're going to say it was close to about a 14, 15-yard gain 
But it'll be fourth down and four, the ball at the 43-yard line, still in Jaguars territory. And the punting unit is not on the field at the moment. Play clock down to 18. 8.25 remaining here in the first quarter. So they're going to go for it, at least how it looks right now. Back under center is Colby Vanderwall. Now he is moving to the right, and they're going to punt it away. It's a pooch punch and punt, and it was partially blocked, I believe. So punting it, a trick play was Metzger. He just pooch punt, punted it, but I believe somebody got through there. One of those was number 52 for the Lisbon Broncos, and that is Jaden Schmidt. That ball did not travel more than about seven yards, and it goes out of bounds. At the 50-yard line, now they're going to say it's past that. It's going to be down to the Lisbon Broncos 47-yard line. Oofta. So not a great start here for the Northern Cass Jaguars. It was difficult to tell whether they were going to punt or actually go for a play there because the two different people they had lined up in the backfield would both play quarterback in that first series. But the smaller player, Metzger, did pooch punt it away, but it was not a good punt. Now a pass over the middle. It's going to be complete to Svam. It looks like it's enough for the first down. Pickup of 12. They'll put it down to the 42-yard line of the Jaguars. So move the chains again. And again, wet weather, although at the moment it looks like it may be just sprinkling. That grass has just got to be slick is all day long, I was not able to get down under the field before the game here. So first down and 10, eight nothing Lisbon Broncos and a check of our Welton Tire Service scoreboard. Welton Tire serving the Lisbon area for more than 44 years. Now a fumble in the backfield, it's gonna be picked up and saved by the Broncos. I believe that was number five, Greenlee. It's just a pitch to Greenlee in that backfield and it was behind him, the ball hit the turf Greenlee slammed on the brakes but slid. Fortunately, there was absolutely no pressure from the Jaguars, but then Greenlee ended up falling on top of the ball. It'll be a loss on the play. They're going to switch off the football, and it's going to be a loss of close to seven, maybe eight. It'll be back to the 49-yard line of the Broncos. So you had some different players already starting to pop up in the backfield there. Greenlee not normally out there. It's usually Schultz and Sowers in that backfield. Now a handoff will go up the middle and nothing there. Good defense that time by the Jaguars. One of their few big linemen was able to burst through, and that was number 75, Ryan Messner, the senior defensive lineman. So it'll make it third down and long. On the score clock here, they've got third down and 20. They need to get down to, it's not quite third down and 20, they need to get to about the 32, 33 yard line. They're currently at the 49. So closer to about 18 yards. Now direct snap, gonna go to Hunter Schultz, trying to come here to the near side, but he is also having to drag a lineman with him, senior number 77, Joe Nelson, and grabbed his jersey and latched on from behind, and Schultz was not able to get more than just a couple of yards. So it'll be fourth down and 14. Ball still inside or back inside now. The Jaguars' territory at the 47. Even though normally most teams would probably punt here, I'm not getting a sense that the Broncos are going to punt. Fourth and 14, again, ball inside the territory of the Jaguars. Shotgun formation. 
More of a pistol dropping back to pass is Schultz. Schultz looking down the middle. He's got a wide open Sven, and he hits him on stride, and the completion is made down to the 11-yard line. Wow, that was a heck of a throw and a heck of a catch and a very wet field out there, and Sven makes a huge catch all the way down. They're going to spot him down at the 12-yard line. Oofta, that's a good 35-yard catch, pretty close to the same amount that he caught Oh, that was actually Avery Dick that caught that uh, at Fargo Crovo. I was thinking of Dick's touchdown grab, but this is Sven with a nice grab. So back in the red zone again for the Broncos. Hunter Schultz will keep it himself, trying to go right, finds a hole, gets up the middle, and into the end zone, straight forward. More perspective, we're having a hard time seeing the line stripes, but it is going to be a touchdown, and the Broncos just like that. Well, they were fourth and 14 just a blink of an eye ago, and now they're knocking on the doorstep and punch it in from 13 yards out. So, get all the details written down here. Two-point conversion coming up in just a moment. This touchdown coming with 5-11 remaining here in the first quarter. And again, a 13-yard run by Schultz. Two-point conversion is going to be in for Jordan Sowers. He went to the left and got behind the left tackle and was able to get it in for the two. So our score now, check of our Walton Tires service scoreboard, uh, is 16 to nothing. Lisbon Broncos jumping out to back-to-back touchdowns in their first two drives. We're going to take a break. We'll have the kickoff coming up to the Jaguars coming up in just a moment. You're listening to High School Football tonight on Thunder Country, 106.1 FM. Helping you do more. RDO does that. RDO Equipment in Lisbon is here to serve you. Sign up for your next bulk oil fill now before November 1st, and you will receive no payments, no interest for 120 days. Also, with your bulk oil fill, you will receive $100 off your next service inspection and a 10% discount on parts. Each sign-up will be entered into a drawing to win a pit Boss Grill. Some restrictions may apply. Check store for details. RDO Equipment in Lisbon, 701-683-5836. First State Bank of North Dakota has changed its name to Bank North, but that's the only difference you'll see. We've always been here for our communities. We've always been here for generations of families. Always here, through thick and thin, for farmers, ranchers, and businesses. And always true to our core values of honesty, loyalty, and integrity. None of that will ever change. Bank North. New name, but values-based banking remains the same. Member FDIC and proud supporter of our communities. Well, it's a low-line drive kick. It's going to be dropped by the return man. The Jaguars are able to pick it up on a second attempt. We'll return it out to the 27-yard line. The second possession of the night for the Jaguars. They need to make something happen. That was Hunter Almaris, the senior, on the return. Well, I tell you, when you start the season 0-3 and then you have to come down to Lisbon and try and get your ship corrected, uh, that's near impossible. And doomsday scenario to start uh, this game is Lisbon has pretty much done most everything they have wanted to so far. So first down and 10, two in the backfield. Who's going to get it? Back there is Metzger and also Vanderwall. It's like uh, Metzger is going to give it to Vanderwall, run up the middle and Absolutely nothing there. It's going to be a loss of a couple in the play. You could pick any one of about four different people. I'm just going to say Hunter Schultz and Jordan Sowers because that was one of the or two of the four players that were 
on top of the running back, trying to get it up the middle. The other part of the equation here for the Jaguars is they just do not have a lot of offensive weapons, so it's not really much of a guess for the defense to try and figure out where the ball is going to go, to just follow Vanderwall. If he's lining up in the backfield, generally he's going to get the football. If he lines up at wide receiver, generally so far we've seen them pass to him. So it'll be the quarterback, again, Metzger in the pistol. Vanderwall is to his side. Does the quick little flip pass to Almaris here to the near side. Caught at the 22. Tries to get a quick gain down the sideline. He does pick up four, maybe five, but they had lost two or three in that first run. So it'll make it third down and eight. Ball at the 30-yard line still in Jaguars territory. Big game for the Lisbon Broncos coming up in a few weeks. I can guarantee a lot of people around this region are circling it on their calendar. It won't be long, and the Oaks Tornadoes will be here. And both of those teams looking very strong so far early in the season. Now a handoff goes absolutely nowhere. It was Vanderwall taking the handoff. Sowers was back there almost immediately. He had 62 back there, Granger Dick. That was another one of those tackles. There was four red jerseys back there. Too obvious right now for where they're going to go with the football. That'll make it fourth and 15. The ball at the Jaguars 25. Three minutes remaining here in the first quarter. This time no trickery. The punter will be Metzger. He is back, although who knows. He's back at his own 15-yard line set to punt. And here it comes. Oh, and it's blocked again at the line of scrimmage. Goes straight up into the air and drops down at the 24-yard line. Metzger actually did not get any elevation. Pardon me, but literally he kicked that right into the line. He did have a little room to get that off. Greenlee was coming, but he was not within a yard or two. He was still probably four or five yards away, and that was a ricochet shot, a punt that went off of Maybe a helmet of one of the players, maybe one of his own players. And that ball did not go anywhere. For the second consecutive time, the ball of the punt was partially blocked. This one netting pretty much and no yardage. So it'll be first down and 10, the ball at the 25-yard line. That's exactly what it's going to be. Now they're going to throw it. Hunter Schultz rolling here to the near side. He's got Greenlee open at the end zone, pull it in, and a touchdown. And just like that. He actually caught it at about the one or two, but a 25-yard touchdown pass. It was just a rollout pass by Hunter Schultz to his left, rolling to the left, going up and cutting out was Greenlee. And now we've got a score of 22 to nothing, and we've still got 242 remaining here in the first quarter. Two-point conversion coming up, and... As mentioned, the Broncos are pretty much doing anything that they want to do so far in this game. Get some of the details written down. Looks like Hunter Schultz is going to take the direct snap, runs up the middle, and he falls in for the two-point conversion. So we still have a couple of minutes left in this first quarter, and it's been all Lisbon, as we've been talking about. It almost sounds like a broken record, but it's now three touchdowns and three possessions. And nada for the Jaguars. They are down 24 to nothing. Kickoff to the Jaguars coming up in just a moment. Water isn't just water. Hi, I'm Darren Hefty with Hefty Seed. 
Your water quality is likely hurting how well your herbicide and other spray applications work. The reason why? It is hard. Hard water occurs with calcium, magnesium, and other metals that are present in the water as positively charged ions. They bind to herbicides, they bind to other ag products, and they reduce your effectiveness. That's why we've developed WaterRite that neutralizes hard water. WaterRite can make your applied products work like they're supposed to. For more information, visit heftyseed.com. Are you frustrated with your current internet speeds? DRN ReadyTech is offering packages with up to 1 gig of service and the fastest speeds in the area with fiber to each home. What does that mean to you? Fast, reliable, and no data limits enabling you to enjoy video streaming, telemedicine, e-commerce, and more, all from the comfort of your home. Check out our gig packages at drnreadytech.com or call 344-5000 today. Well, the kickoff goes fairly deep, taken by Almeris, starting at about the 15-yard line. He'll return it fairly decent return past the 30-yard line, and he'll be brought down. We'll see where they officially spot it. Yeah, he did get the 35 just beyond that, almost to the 36. Not quite sure he made it that far, but that's where they're going to give it to him. So another possession here. It's been four and out. Every time so far in this game for the Jaguars, they've got to get something going. Or, well, they already are down 24 to nothing, but I would say no points here and another touchdown, and most of the nails are already in early. Now run to the left. Again, nothing there. It's going to be a loss of maybe three, maybe four yards. Bolting through, and the tackle is going to be number 52, Jaden Schmidt. It's tough when you're losing four or five yards on first down. It really just puts you in a tough spot. So they're going to say second down and 14. Ball back to the 31-yard line now, the Jaguars. Next week for the Lisbon Broncos, they will travel down to Allendale to take on Eek. Eek, though, I believe has also had a bit of a struggle so far this season. We got... Not sure why we got some extra time here, but uh, there's the offense is not coming up to the line of scrimmage. They're kind of looking around. Eek right now, the Thunder is 0-3. They've lost to Carrington and uh, Thompson, 56-16. And now it looks like we've got a timeout on the field with a minute 40 remaining here in the first. So we are going to take the timeout, kind of a strange thing. The offense was out there. They're kind of looking around, looking around, waited, 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 I think, for the play clock to get down. And then it's going to be a timeout for the Jaguars. Down 24 points here in the first quarter. We're going to take a break. It is going to be a hefty seed timeout. We'll be back with more on Thunder Country 106.1 FM. Water isn't just water. Hi, I'm Darren Hefty with Hefty Seed. Your water quality is likely hurting how well your herbicide and other spray applications work. The reason why? It is hard. Hard water occurs with calcium, magnesium, and other metals that are present in the water as positively charged ions. They bind to herbicides, they bind to other ag products, and they reduce your effectiveness. That's why we've developed WaterRite that neutralizes hard water. WaterRite can make your applied products work like they're supposed to. For more information, visit heftyseed.com. Well, remember Hefty Seed for all your chemical and seed needs. You can contact Hefty Seed in Lisbon at 683-3044. Well, it's, I hate to say it, but it's like it's really been a hard game even to do from a play-by-play -play standpoint because Lisbon gets the football, scores a touchdown, puts it back four plays. <laughs> 
Chirp actually kicks it off. Four plays by the Jaguar. Punt. Touchdown by Lisbon again. It's just been kind of a broken record here. Although they have scored a couple of different ways. Again, they've had a 23-yard touchdown run from Sowers. They had a 13-yard TD run from Hunter Schultz. And then a 25-yard touchdown pass for Greenlee. Now they finally get a positive play here. Run to the left. It's going to be Vanderwall, and they're having a hard time. The Broncos are trying to bring him down. Finally, a fleet of red jerseys drag him down. But Vanderwall gets out to about the 44-yard line, just a couple of yards short of first down yardage, and that is by far the best play. Now it'll be, I don't know why they have first down on the marker on the far side of the field. He did not get the first down, so I'm not sure what that is. I thought it was, yeah, now they fixed it. It is third down and about two. The officials on the far side got a little bit excited about a first down for the Jaguars and gave it to them, but they don't have it yet. So third down and two, ball at the 44-yard line. Wide receivers, two to the left, one to the right, dropping back to pass Metzger. Quick pass here to the near side. It is going to be complete, but then immediately brought down. Not enough for the first down. And I believe that was Rasmussen wrapping up the receiver number eight, Brock Carpenter, almost immediately. It'll be no gain on that screenplay. Carpenter was open, but the ball was behind him, so he had to turn around, come back a little bit. By the time he got himself righted and was going to go back up the field, Rasmussen had already grabbed him and was throwing him back. So fourth down and a long one. Ball on the other side of the 44 now, more towards the 43. So three wide receivers here to the right, one to the left. Vanderwall. Moves out of the position for the quarterback. Let's Metzger get up there. He barks out signals. Looks like they're trying to draw somebody offside. Vanderwall now takes the handoff. He's going to go to the left, and he's going to get drunk down to the backfield. Svem, number eight, one of those first to get through. Cut him off at his legs and brought him down. A couple other players came in, but it was Svem that originally came through there, and that'll be a turnover on down. So the Broncos will get it. It'll be a first down and 10 for the Broncos at the 43 of the Jaguars. And another formula for disaster is stop giving them the ball inside your own field. Short fields have uh, just been absolutely another nail in the coffin here. 34 seconds remaining here in the first quarter, 24 zip. Direct snap to Sowers, rolling here to the near side, has plenty of blockers in front of him, down to the 40, down to the 30, there he goes, down to the 10, the 5, slows down and gets into the end zone. One play, 43 yards, and another touchdown. Yikes. Wow. So just a couple more minutes after the previous touchdown, another touchdown for the Broncos, 43-yard scamper. And I don't think, Coach and I were kind of talking about this before we got on the air today, that if there was a fairly decent lead built up, they were not going to take much of a chance to get any of the players hurt, especially in a wet night like this. So by about half, you may start to see some other players with a 30 to nothing lead here in the first quarter. So it'll be a pitch. Rasmussen's going to take the uh, pitch to the far side. Literally, it walks into the end zone. And uh, not much there for the far side of the field. The Jaguars were buying that the play was going to go between the tackles, and they got caught. 
Nobody to the outside, so number seven is going to pick up the two-point conversion. Rasmussen, and it is now 32 to nothing. all Lisbon here early on. That's a check of your Welton Tire Service scoreboard. We're going to take a break here. We'll be back with the kickoff again for the Jaguars coming up in just a moment. Mud, grime, dust, and dirt. Can't stand your dirty vehicle anymore? Extreme Clean Car Wash in Lisbon and Enderlin has the solution for you. They have the technology to make your vehicle look like new again. Their Lisbon location, located on the south end of town, offers a touch-free car wash as well as two self-serve car wash bays. Their location in downtown Enderlin offers a touch-free automatic car wash. And at both locations, you can pay via credit card. Stop by one of these great locations today and make your vehicle look like new. Extreme Clean Car Wash. All right, come back here a little bit early to get the uh, kickoff, but we got a quarter break coming up here in just a matter of seconds. It looks like might not be misting now, not quite sure, but, uh, again, the field is wet, but it has not stopped the Broncos. Holy cow. Now it's going to be a left-handed boot coming here to the near side for Schultz. He kicks that out of bounds. Probably the only negative thing the Broncos have done all day. Goes on at the 21, so the Jaguars will get some fairly decent field position. Can't remember for sure if they get an option here of what they want to do, but. So the referees are looking at each other. It'll be a procedure call. I believe they're going to spot it out at the 35. That's where one of the referees has been standing now for about 40 seconds. And now the head referee comes over and joins them, and it looks like it'll be first down and 10 for the Jaguars at their own 35-yard line, and they need a first down. 32 to nothing here in the first quarter. 24 seconds left in the first. Three wide receivers to the right. And then their wide receiver on the far side of the field missed the snap count and takes off a little bit too early. Now it's a senior wide receiver. We'll leave the name and number off, I guess, on that one. But a penalty to start off the drive. And that's, again, just almost every drive like clockwork, although most of the drives it's been just because the Broncos have been getting through so fast into that backfield that it's either been a loss on the running play or a sack of the quarterback. That time they just donate on a false start by the wide receiver on the far side. So same formation. 24 seconds still up there. Down by 32. Jaguars got to get something going on. This is going to be a crazy night. Now Vanderwell will take the pitch. He's got some room to the 40, to the 45, down the sideline in the first, first down of the night for the Jaguars as he gets close to midfield. They got Vanderwall, the 16-yard carry. He got ahead of steam. He got to the outside. He got enough blocking to turn the corner, and he's one of those few dynamic athletes that the Jaguars have that they're going to try and get the ball into his hands as much as possible. Clock is running again with 15, counting down seconds left. I don't know if they'll snap or not. All the players for the Jaguars are looking for the offensive play call on the far side, but I don't see anything coming in at the moment. Now the clock has stopped. It was running. Now it's stopped. I'm not sure. Now the referees are blowing the whistles. So I'm not exactly sure. I don't think he went out of bounds. I thought they would have restarted the clock after they spotted the football. I'm not sure what that referee is saying. <laughs> they're going to have a hard time communicating up here. It'll be a lot of lip reading. I, I'm guessing they're going to try and fix the clock here. but So they're going to add some time back up there. So they'll keep it at 20 seconds now. I'm not even sure it was at 20, but 
It doesn't matter. 32 to nothing, the Lisbon Broncos here in the first quarter. So you still have the offense out on the field. The Jaguars still in the same position, staring to the sideline, waiting for the play to come in. It finally does come in. You got five wide receivers, two to the right, multiple wide receivers to the left. It will be a handoff to Vanderwall. I think he was looking to pass and then kept it himself, but he's thrown down for a loss in the backfield. Hunter Schultz back there, I believe also... Number 52, Jaden Schmidt. It was either 52 or 62. It might have been 62 that came through there, but it's a loss in the play of about three yards. You just can't slow down and stutter step in your own backfield. There's nothing good that's going to happen there. And that is going to be the end of the first quarter. All Lisbon Broncos to start things off 32 to nothing. We'll recap the touchdowns of the first quarter coming up in just a little bit. And we'll have a second down and 13 when we come back. You're listening to High School Football tonight on Thunder Country, 106.1 FM. It's true. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, we agree. And we'd like to help. We're Edward Jones. Together, we'll give you long-term retirement strategy, the attention it deserves. Stop by Edward Jones Financial Advisor Andrew Delabar's office at 412 Main Avenue in Oaks or call 701-742-3552. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. First State Bank of North Dakota has been serving our communities for more than a century. In all that time, only one thing's changed, our name. We're Bank North now, but everything you've always known and trusted about us remains. Our owners and staff are the same, and the same honesty, loyalty, and integrity guide us. Bank North, new name, but values-based banking remains the same. Member FDIC and proud supporter of our communities. Well, here we uh, come back to start the second quarter. Have to check the rules. I believe running time would start in the second half. Yep. So second half, and I believe the uh, 35 to nothing, I believe, is the start of that, which the Broncos are almost there already. At running time last week at Fargo Grove. So it'll be second down and about 12 here for the Jaguars. Dropping back to pass, Metzger throws it out into the flat, and oh, it should have been picked off. It was right in the hands of Greenlee, intended for Almaris, and it went right through the hands of Greenlee and down to the ground. So I guess worst-case scenario out of that, he did not allow the pass to go through, but that was that was, that was was six. Greenlee catches that, and he's gone. That was just a straight-out in-the-flat pass. Greenlee saw it coming all the way. He stepped in front of it. He was not close that close to Almaris, but, again, it's – one of those, I think he was already envisioning himself running into the end zone, but you got to catch it first. So it'll make it third down and 12. Ball still sitting at the 44, just nestled short of the 44-yard line. Decent field position here for the Jaguars. They've had decent field position. They just can't do much with it. They've only had one first down. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Robert Adam almost ripped Vanderwall in half, and I'm not going to say it was a cheap shot, but literally Vanderwall took the pitch, and as he was catching the ball, he was already being thrown to the ground. Wow. <laughs> I want to go with a different snap count from time to time. Holy cats. That was red all the way, and uh, thank goodness Vanderwall was able to get up and walk away from that play. 
And it wasn't a dirty hit. He just got, as soon as he was trying to catch the ball, player was already there for the defense and not one of the small ones. So now we get a delay as they're waiting for the play clock. Now they're just going to punt it away. Pooch punt. It's going to go to Sowers at the 30-yard line. Sowers rushing to his left. He is going to fight off a couple of arm tackles. Almaris, one of those, finally able to push him out of bounds at about the 40-yard line. So this will be the first time besides the opening kickoff that the Broncos will be starting in their own end of the field. Four drives, four touchdowns, four two-point conversions, if I can speak clearly. Sowers has a touchdown, 23-yard run. You've got uh, Schultz with a 13-yard run. You had a 25-yard pass to Greenlee for a touchdown and a 43-yard TD run for Sowers. And that's where we're at. All the two-point conversions were good. Hunter Schultz does a 360 spin up the middle. There he goes, 50, 45, 40. Is somebody going to grab him or what? They finally drag him down at the 20-yard line. Huge run by Hunter Schultz. He literally looked like he was going to go back and either pass or pitch, but he did the 360 spin. We see saw him do it a lot last year, actually more of a 180, and he just took off straight up the gut, and the entire line and everybody else, it was a mad race down the field. There was two players that were running to each side of Schultz, but they were trying to time it so they didn't whiff on the tackle. Well, by the time they got everything situated where the Jaguars were in the right spot, it was about a 50-yard gain. And the ball is down to the 17-yard line. So a huge run to start things off again. Broncos already in the red zone, up by 32, dropping back to pass. Schultz, here comes the pressure, throws it over the middle. It's going to be an incomplete pass intended for Rasmussen. You could argue that the player was there before a good defensive play. I believe that was Carpenter that came over the back, but he had made contact from the backside on Rasmussen to before he swatted that ball away. But you look at the scoreboard, 32 to nothing, they're, they're not going to call that. So it'll be second down and 10. Ball at the 17-yard line. Sven on the far side. Greenlee also on that left side of the line. Still Sowers and Schultz in the backfield, but for how much longer? Now a little misdirection, and it's going to go to Greenlee coming here to the near side, down to the 15 to maybe the 10-yard line. Sowers had it. Looked like he was going to go to the right, then a little inside, little breadbasket handoff coming back the other way. Greenlee, a smaller player, would kind of duck down as he was coming from left to right behind that line of scrimmage, and the only reason I'm seeing it because I'm on the backside of that line with a clear view at it. The ball will be... It's actually past the 10-yard line. Looks like it is down to, what, about the 8 or the 7? Tough to see from this vantage point because you can't really see the lines real well. But it does look like it's past the 10. Pitch now going to the far side. Rasmussen again going to the far corner. He's going to walk into the end zone for another touchdown. Jaguars were throwing everything but the kitchen sink between the tackles to try and stop. Sowers and Schultz and anybody else, and it left open the far side pitch for the second consecutive time. So another touchdown. Got to make sure I get the details down here quickly before we get the clock running here. 9.28. And that will be another TD. Well, at least a TD, first TD on the eight-yard run. 
And now we got a low snap, but it's going to be taken in by Hunter Schultz. Schultz will get the two-point conversion. And it's now 40 to nothing with 9.28 still remaining here in the first half. We're going to take a break, check for our Welton Tire Service scoreboard, kickoff to the Jaguars coming up in just a moment. Are you frustrated with your current internet speeds? DRN ReadyTech is offering packages with up to one gig of service and the fastest speeds in the area with fiber to each home. What does that mean to you? Fast, reliable, and no data limits enabling you to enjoy video streaming, telemedicine, e-commerce, and more all from the comfort of your home. Check out our gig packages at drnreadytech.com or call 344-5000 today. Navigating the challenging and difficult world of personal and business finances, estate planning, tax planning, preparation, and problems can be challenging at best. For all of these needs and more, put your trust in Olson Accounting of Lisbon. Olson Accounting prides themselves on outstanding service to their clients and dedication to professionalism, responsiveness, and quality. Olson Accounting of Lisbon would be happy to answer any of your questions. Contact them today at 701-683-2700 and visit them on the web at colsoncpa.com. Oh, it looks like the rain has started to fall down a little bit. I think that is going to continue here for a little while. I actually got a text from uh, meteorologist Mick Kerr, and uh, he said that it looked like uh, to him that uh, we're going to continue to have rain here probably at least through the first half of the uh, the game tonight. And it was when I came down here from the Fargo area, uh, it was raining fairly hard pretty much all the way down to the Kindred area and continued to be either light. Right, it wasn't even really light. It was just moderate rain all the way through Enderlin. And as we got closer to the Lisbon area, then you could see the fog uh, start to pick up a bit. It's still hazy out there, at least here, as you look across the city in the distance. But... Probably looks like a giant rainbow right now to the uh, seniors for this Lisbon Broncos team. They're up by 40, 921 remaining. It'll be first down and 10 for the Jaguars. On the kickoff return, they were able to get it to the 26. Handoff will come here to the near side. I believe that is Olmaris underneath that giant pile of tacklers. It will be number three, Olmaris, picking up a few yards. It'll be second down and eight. Starting defense. Still looks like they're primarily out here for the Broncos, but probably for not much longer. I'm guessing they'll play through the end of the quarter here, and that may be about it. And that's it. the only, you know, you get to, to a game like this, and the only concern you start to have is you just don't want some sort of silly injury in a game that uh, is really just out of hand here early on. So Metzger at quarterback in the pistol, sends a man in motion, Olmaris. Quick little pitch, and it goes to nobody. It's down on the ground, and it's going to be recovered, I believe, by the Broncos at the 27-yard line. Metzger just quick flipped it and thought he was going to get it to Olmaris, who was coming from the far side of the field to the near side of the field. But... It really just, it was just a short arm pitch. Just really wasn't that great of a pitch, and it was such a short range, and he put so much velocity on it. That's a tough catch for basically a wide receiver trying to come across and grab that on the fly. So it'll be first down and 10 for the Broncos again after the fumble in the backfield. I'm sure that uh, they're just trying, the Jaguars are trying to make something happen, but they are not getting much to stick to the wall right now. 
And now he got a direct snap to Caden Sweet, run up the middle. It'll be a nice gain. Check it. It looks like it's down to about the 24-yard line. That'll be a gain of at least five. But there is a flag on the play. And my guess it's going to be a holding call on the Broncos. It is going to be a hold on the Broncos, so it'll back it up. We may actually already have some new faces out there. We'll check that in just a second here. One of the offensive linemen had pancaked a defensive lineman down the field, and I'm guessing that was probably it. So it'll be a bit of a break here for the Jaguars after the fumble a moment ago. It'll stay first down, but it'll put the ball all the way back to the 38-yard line now inside the Jaguars' territory. 8.23 remaining here in the first half. Wide receiver here to the near side. That is Spam, and a fumble in the backfield, and it's going to be jumped on top of, mishandled by Hunter. That is, if there's any one thing that is kind of stuck in the craw a little bit from Coach Gerding, even though both of the wins for the Broncos have been lopsided, the Broncos fumbled the football. They fumbled it a couple of times last week. They fumbled it a couple of times in the first week. Some of that can be attributed to the fact that they really just did not have a – they had a fall camp, but it was not normal. They weren't allowed to hit each other for the first three weeks. That one was just – I don't know if Hunter wasn't ready yet or what, but it just skipped off of his hands and went right down to the ground. Broncos dodge a bullet, though. They do retain possession. There was nobody in the backfield to get after it. Now run here to the near side, going to go to Greenlee. Down the sideline he goes. He gets caught by Vanderwall from behind, but not before he rips off a nice run all the way down to about the 20-yard line. That's going to be very close to first down yardage. Looks like it. Well, that one referee looks like he's signaling first down on the field. Are they yeah, they're going to give it to him. The Broncos got first down. They're going to move the chains. So the ball looks like it's down to the 18. Greenlee got just enough on the sweep here to the near side and used his speed. Now almost another fumble in the backfield. But it is going to be taken down to the ground by Sweet. He's going to lose about a yard on the play. One of the defenders for the Jaguars came bursting through and his hunter was handing it off to Caden. The defender got to him, and it almost came free, but uh, Caden was able to hang on to it. A loss of yard on the play. Ball is close to the 20-yard line now. Second down and 11. Tight package here. One wide receiver, Svem. Sweep going to the far side. That is going to be Greenlee. Greenlee's got the corner, and there he goes all the way into the end zone. Again, nobody on the far side of the field. And it's going to be a 20-yard touchdown run on the sweep, which the Jaguars are going to be susceptible to it as they're stacking everybody between the tackles. So a sweep to the outside, Greenlee. I don't want to – well, he pretty much went untouched. He's got great speed to the outside and was able to put it into third gear as he went into the end zone. So we'll get everything written down here real quick. Got the two-point conversion, and it's going to be a pass. Schultz rolling here to the near side, throws it, and it's picked off by Metzger, but it's just going to be a failed attempt. So it's the one bad thing besides uh, 
couple of close fumbles here that the Broncos have not done right, so the score will go to 46 to nothing on the 20-yard run by Greenlee and the sweep to the left side. All Broncos still 629 remaining here in the second quarter. That's a check of our Welton Tire Service scoreboard. We'll take the break. We'll be back with more football on Thunder Country, 106.1 FM. The Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters is a group of parents, coaches, and community members whose mission is to enrich the athletic community by providing financial support for Lisbon High School athletic programs. Proudly supporting all of Lisbon's varsity sports programs, the Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters would like to thank the community for their involvement and participation in fundraising. Check out the Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters on Facebook for upcoming events and opportunities where you can volunteer here, donate or join the booster team. Catch the spirit with Lisbon Bronco Athletics. Wallach Johnson Insurance is an agency built on combining the traditional values of integrity, service, and professionalism. Contact Luann or Walt in Lisbon for a free quote on any type of insurance. Crop, property, casualty, life, health, and more. They are ready to assist you with whatever insurance you need. They are committed to giving you outstanding personalized service. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff are always ready to help, regardless of how large or small your insurance needs may be. Wallach Johnson Insurance, wishing the Lisbon Broncos the best of luck. Well, we get uh, set to kick things off here. It will be Schultz booting it, and it's a squib kick down the middle. It'll be fielded at about the 30-yard line, then fumbled and fell on by Metzger, I believe, number four. Yeah, he didn't handle it cleanly. It is Metzger that covered up on the football, and he'll just stay on the field. I'm sure that ball, as you're kicking it down in a very wet night, was not... Uh, Easy to grab a hold of. I'm sure it's pretty slimy out there. They've been switching the footballs in and out quite a bit for both teams, just trying to keep it as dry as possible. But at least for the Lisbon Broncos, they've had more of a passing game tonight, and they, it's been executing and kind of a night that normally you wouldn't think. But I know that Coach Gerding also wants to take the time to at least fairly early. I'm sure we won't see anything too crazy later here. Now, Vanderwall is going to take a pitch here to the near side. He's going to be hit in the backfield. It's going to be maybe no gain in the play. A couple of different players in on the tackle. Rasmussen was there. Also, number 52, that would be Jaden Schmidt, senior. It is senior night here in Lisbon. Ten different seniors they're going to be honoring at the half. Second down and 10. Well, actually, we might as well. we got some time here. Um, we probably will just go through the list. A lot of the seniors here are people that we've been seeing play this year and in the years past. So it could have uh, more of a bit of a big changeover after this year. So fake blitz coming up the middle. Now backing off a little bit with Schmidt. Quarterback dropping back, throws it out into the flat and throws it right into the hands of the waiting linebacker, number 44, Dalazan. So an interception. There was nobody in a white jersey within about five yards of that pass. Just a soft little throw right to Dalazan, who never moved, just stood there and waited for it to come into his hands, number 44. And another short field here again for... The Lisbon Broncos battling mosquitoes right now. Got the grill going here. They're selling their hot dogs and hamburgers, and I might have to venture my way down there at halftime. <laughs> it smells good. <laughs> oh, boy. 5.30 remaining here in the first half. 46 to nothing. Broncos up. 
And the second half will probably be pretty fast. Now Caden Sweet takes the ball, goes off to the left side, gets up to about the 30, maybe a gain of a couple of yards. We are starting to see some different players in there now for the Broncos. So Sweet, he's been out there for a little bit. Number 30, Griffin McDaniel is out there right now. He is a sophomore, plays fullback. Haven't seen him out there this year, I don't think. Now yeah, we got uh, some confusion on where to line up. I think we got a couple of different players playing different positions now. Now they're set. Broncos looking at second and eight. Direct snap off to Sweet. Up the middle he goes. Gets past the 25, down to the 22, maybe the 23. It's not going to be enough for the first down. It'll be a couple of yards short. Well, there's a penalty flag at the far side of the field. I don't know if somebody moved early there. There was some jostling on that offensive line for the Broncos. Maybe they just never got set. It'll be a procedure call against the Broncos. So moving back five yards. So the play will not count. Nice little run by Sweet. We'll come back. It was not a first down run, as we mentioned. It'll make it uh, second down and about 14 now. Ball at the about 35-yard line of the Jaguars. Jaguars are they're still pretty feisty out there, you know, from where they are. 46 down 46 to nothing early on. They're still running to their positions. Now a big run down the sideline for Sweet. He goes the distance and into the end zone. Yes! A 34-yard touchdown run. A sweep here to the near side that went all the way down the sideline. And I'll be honest, I thought he was going to get tackled well before that, but uh, nobody made the move to tackle him. So another touchdown, 34-yard run by Sweet. And I'll get this written down here real quick. So even some of the, I hate to see, say second team because Sweet has been out there a little bit, but a normal backfield is Schultz and Sowers. So we've seen Greenlee score. We've seen Rasmussen score in the run. We've seen... Now a touchdown by Sweet, and it's 52 to nothing. Still 423 remaining. Two-point conversion try up the middle. It'll be Sweet in for the two. Nothing fancy, just bowled his way straight ahead. And you get into this position, even as a play-by-play person, it gets to be tough. 54 to nothing and 423 remaining here in the second. So we're going to take a break, and we will come back and kind of go through the list of seniors for Lisbon that will be moving on after this season. We'll get back to that coming up. You're listening to Thunder Football and Thunder Country, 106.1 FM. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Dr. Ryan Lorenz, physical therapist at Mobility Plus Rehabilitation with offices in Enderlin, Lisbon, Gwinter, and Valley City. Our mission is to provide exceptional physical and occupational therapy by highly skilled therapists to minimize pain and maximize mobility, which quickly allows you to return to the quality of life you desire. We will evaluate and educate you on your condition, review treatment options, and create an effective treatment plan to solve your impairments based on your unique situation and needs. I invite you to call our offices at Mobility Plus today. Uh, we are back. We're going to hang out here for just a minute. I just wanted to get through the uh, list of seniors that are being honored here tonight. They'll be out in the field here at the half with their parents. And looking at the list, uh, top of the list, number one, Avery Dick, senior. Number two, Jordan Sowers, a senior. 
Colby Rasmussen is senior. Simon Svam is a senior. Hunter Schultz, senior. Olzan is uh, Luke Olzan, who just had the interception. Number 44 is a senior. Jaden Schmidt, senior. Robert Adam, who had a blistering hit on Vanderwall, is a senior. Troy Jorgensen, number 58, is a senior. Granger Dick, who's playing on the line, is a senior. I believe that is your 10 seniors there. So still waiting for the kickoff, so I guess we didn't miss anything from that standpoint. And now we are set to go. It's going to be a short kick. It'll bounce down to the 30. It will die down to about the 18. It is picked up. Vanderwall will come here to the near side, weaving through traffic. He'll get out past the 30, and it could be a fumble. And I think it is. It is going to be a fumble, and the Broncos have it again. Vanderwall was kind of, I don't know, he was weaving through traffic, and it looked like he was going to rip off a fairly big run, and then he got hit fairly hard. I believe he may still be down in the field. But there is a fumble. Now they're asking for the trainer to come out and look at this situation. The Lisbon trainer is out on the field. The referees were signaling. I'm not quite sure I missed. It was uh, Vanderwall was running through basically the heart of the scrum and somewhere along the line. I didn't see the football actually come out. All I saw was the Lisbon players jumping up and down. We're going to uh, take out take a time out here. Looks like some sort of maybe rib. It's not a leg injury. It doesn't look like it. Looks like something to the rib or chest area. So we're going to take a break here. We'll get back. Hopefully everything is okay with the Jaguars player. We'll be back in just a moment. Mud, grime, dust, and dirt. Can't stand your dirty vehicle anymore? Extreme Clean Car Wash in Lisbon and Enderlin has the solution for you. They have the technology to make your vehicle look like new again. Their Lisbon location, located on the south end of town, offers a touch-free car wash as well as two self-serve car wash bays. Their location in downtown Enderlin offers a touch-free automatic car wash. And at both locations, you can pay via credit card. Stop by one of these great locations today and make your vehicle look like new. Extreme Clean Car Wash. Wallach Johnson Insurance is an agency built on combining the traditional values of integrity, service, and professionalism. Contact Luann or Walt in Lisbon for a free quote on any type of insurance. Crop, property, casualty, life, health, and more. They are ready to assist you with whatever insurance you need. They are committed to giving you outstanding personalized service. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff are always ready to help, regardless of how large or small your insurance needs may be. Wallach Johnson Insurance, wishing the Lisbon Broncos the best of luck. Helping you do more. RDO does that. RDO Equipment in Lisbon is here to serve you. Sign up for your next bulk oil fill now before November 1st, and you will receive no payments, no interest for 120 days. Also, with your bulk oil fill, you will receive $100 off your next service inspection and a 10% discount on parts. Each sign-up will be entered into a drawing to win a Pit Boss Grill. Some restrictions may apply. Check store for details. RDO Equipment in Lisbon, 701-683-5836. Well, we are back here. Um, looks like Vanderwall, he got up okay. I'm not quite sure if he got the wind knocked out of him or not, but it definitely was something either in the stomach area or the chest area. Now he's standing up on his own, talking to the coach on the far side of the field. So I, I'm not sure if he's going to come back in. I don't know that he really needs to come back into this game. Uh, now we got a direct snap to a new player out there, number 22 for the Broncos. That'll be Cameron Opp. The freshman running back, 5'7", 170, zigzags to the far side of the field. <laughs> and Well, you get used to seeing some of the bigger players, and then you get a youngin out there. Again, the ninth grader who looks 
dramatically different, but he does pick up some yardage, gain of six on the far side of the field, and even with the backup on that offensive line, they're still going to be bigger for the most part than what the Jagu Jaguars are putting up on that uh, defensive line. Big number 77, though, for the Jaguars is still out there. That is the senior Joe Nelson. Uh, run up the middle, and again, it is going to be up. He tears off a big run, carrying tacklers down the field, down to about the 10-yard line. It's going to be a Broncos first down on the 9-yard gain. Boy, that was a pretty nifty run again. Op is not big, 5'7", but uh, he definitely was carrying the load there as some people were trying to bring him down, and he was not going down. So it'll be first down and goal for the Broncos again. Still just under four minutes, and the next score here is going to push the numbers over 60 in the first half. So Op in the backfield, sweet, and... Op was supposed to get the direct snap, and he had to reach to his left. That was a bad snap. It went in between Sweet and Op. Op definitely was the one that was going to get it because Sweet took off. But it's going to be a fumble. It'll be a loss in the play of about seven to eight yards. But that is going to happen. I'm not sure. I guess, you know, I can't necessarily blame. I don't know if Op was supposed to step up and take that more directly. I don't know if he was late in reacting or if that was just a ball that uh, – Got away from the center a little bit. But it was basically a snap that almost went right between the two backs, and they're literally really close to each other. So it's Sweet and Op again in the backfield. This time Op gets a better snap right into his midsection. Tries to run to his left, but the Jaguars have figured out where it's going. They meet him in the backfield, and then he's able to fight and struggle for a few yards, but it's still going to be well short of first down yardage. Looks like it's... And you got two cars over there with their lights on. They're trying to get the people to turn their lights off. <laughs> They've actually had them on for a fair portion of the game, but something must be happening now as it's getting dark. Might be difficult for the players to see a little bit. So it'll be a gain of nothing again. Now we got a vehicle that turned their lights off. They still have one vehicle on the far side over there that has their lights on, but I don't think that's the one they were worried about. Fourth down and 14, two minutes and 11 seconds remaining here in the first half. Hard to get excited about much uh, at this point now with any kind of bad breaks or anything weird because, again, the Broncos are up by 54 points and we're not even at half yet. So good night to be wearing the red. Now Op will take the direct snap. He's going to try and roll to his left, and he gets caught from behind and drugged down for a loss of a couple, and that is big number 75, Ryan Messner, who's out there. The two seniors, 75 and 77, they are bringing a load, and they are you know, matched up basically against a very young Lisbon line now, so they're going to probably have a little bit more of their way than what they saw early on. So loss in the play. It'll be a turnover on downs. It'll be first down and 10 for the Jaguars with 146 remaining here in the first half. And, and just a light rain continues to fall down. If you look up at the light standards, you can see the rain coming down. And Late substitutions now for the Broncos. Some more youngsters getting out onto the field. So we'll check some of those numbers out. Looks like number 21, Trent Metzen, a ninth grader, here to the near side. 
Playing safety right now is number 25, Mike Nelson, ninth grader. Handoff will go up the middle. It'll be a gain of a couple of yards for Volden. He is a ninth grader. It'll make it a second down. Actually, they're going to give him close to about four or five yards. He got further than I thought he did. So a gain of five, second down, and five. Clock will continue to run. Not much of a sense of urgency here for the Jaguars. Still waiting. They all The offensive players, basically what they do is they look to the coach on the sideline. They look, they try to, I'm guessing, look at the defense of what the Broncos are using. And then they call the play from there where the off offensive players are somewhat lined up and then make late adjustments, but it hasn't worked a lick yet today. So quarterback dropping back to pass, and he fumbles the football in the backfield. He gets hit from behind. He may have been able to fall on top of it, but it will be a loss for sure, a loss of several yards. And it looks like the ball will stay with the Jaguars. So a loss of five. It'll make it third down and ten. 30 seconds and counting down. And they will not have to run a play if they don't want to. It'll be interesting to see what they do here. The Jaguars players, hands on their hips, looking to the sideline. They're looking for the play call. 15 seconds, 14 they're going to come up maybe to the line. They're starting to inch that way. It looks like they're going to try and run a play here. And they're 77 yards away from the end zone. And that's it. They don't even get the play off. Eh. Not a fan of, you know, going through the motions and lining up because then it just looks like you weren't paying attention to the play clock. So they got all lined up. Looked like they were going to go, but then they never snapped the football. So it is going to be a halftime score of 54 to nothing. The Lisbon Broncos have turned off the afterburners already about midway through the second quarter. It's been all Broncos tonight on senior night. We're going to uh, take a bit of a break here. We'll also have an update from the latest in Fox News. You're listening to high school football, Lisbon Broncos football. You're home all season long on Thunder Country 106.1 FM. How is it that Nordic insurance agents can answer all of your questions? When you focus on North Dakota, you know more. We don't have to respond to hurricanes in Florida, which makes it easier to respond to hailstorms and fender benders in Lisbon. Hi, I'm Lee Falk, your NODAC insurance company agent here in Lisbon, which means the answers that give you peace of mind are right in front of you. Answers come easy with NODAC insurance. Call me at 701-683-4802 and get the answers to your insurance questions today. Are you frustrated with your current internet speeds? DRN Ready Tech is offering packages with up to one gig of service and the fastest speeds in the area with fiber to each home. What does that mean to you? Fast, reliable, and no data limits enabling you to enjoy video streaming, telemedicine, e-commerce, and more, all from the comfort of your home. Check out our gig packages at drnreadytech.com or call 344-5000 today. The Halftime Show is brought to you by Mobility Plus Rehabilitation, focused on keeping athletes and fans at their top mobility. Your mobility is their priority. Well, we are back. Let's take a look at the scoring that we have in the first half, and then we are going to take a bit of a break here. We'll get you caught up on some news in just a moment, but our halftime score is 54 to nothing. 
on senior night. We have 10 seniors that are going to be honoring their parents for all the work that they've done, all the practices, all the early morning practices, all the camps, all that kind of fun stuff that these parents. <laughs> Somebody's like Robert Adams got a 12-pack of Mountain Dew for his dad. Maybe a case. That's uh, pretty nice. All right, let's get to it. Let's look at the scoring here. The Broncos scored on every drive in the first quarter. Uh, the Broncos score in the very first drive of the game, marching down the field. They get a touchdown with 10-33 remaining in the first. 23-yard TD run by Sowers. Two-point conversion by Hunter Schultz made it 8 to nothing. Next touchdown came several minutes later. It was with 5-11 remaining in the first quarter. 13-yard TD run by number 12. That would be Hunter Schultz. Two-point conversion by Sowers. That made it 16 to nothing. And the uh, touchdowns came fast and furious after that. Just a few minutes later, it was another touchdown by the Broncos. 2.42 remaining in the first. It was a 25-yard TD pass to Greenlee. He catches it. Two-point conversion by Schultz. That made it 24 to nothing. And with 24 seconds left in the first quarter, it was a run, a 43-yard TD run for Sowers and a two-point conversion by Rasmussen. That made it 32 to nothing. Broncos got another touchdown, 9.28 remaining to the first half. It was an eight-yard run by Rasmussen and a two-point conversion by Schultz. That made it 40 to nothing. 6.29 remaining in the second quarter. It was a touchdown run by number five, Greenlee, a 20-yard sweep wide open, pretty much shifted into second or third gear going into the end zone. Two-point conversion wasn't any good, but it was 46 to nothing when the fray ended there. And I forgot to write down the time, but another touchdown coming in the waning minutes of the first half. It was a 34-yard touchdown run by Caden Sweet down the sideline. Wasn't sure he was going to make it, but he was tiptoeing down and was getting bugged from the backside, but nobody brought him down, and also it was a two-point conversion by Sweet. Another eight goes up, and that makes it 54 to nothing, your halftime score. We're going to take a, a quick break here, and when we come back, we will get you set for the second half. Right now, let's get you an update from Fox News. A different type of remembrance. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. Americans took time out to remember those lost to the terror attacks nearly two decades ago. But the pandemic meant a lack of crowds of family and friends at memorial sites. Once again, the bells were rung. Once again, the names were read. It has been 19 years, but it seems as if not one day has gone by. This year, coronavirus casts a dark shadow over this somber day. The traditional ceremony had been cut back because of social distancing. The 9-11 Museum decided to pre-record the names of those who were killed instead of continuing with victims' relatives reading their loved ones' names out loud. That set off a controversy which caused some of the victims' families to hold a separate event sponsored by the foundation Tunnel to Towers where the names were read. Vice President Mike Pence read from the 23rd song. When he finished, he was greeted by supportive cheers. Fox's Eric Sean in New York at the Pentagon. Defense Secretary Mark Esper led the ceremony. In their attempt to shake the very foundations of our republic, to destroy our way of life, they underestimated our strength, our resolve, and our unbreakable spirit. 184 people were killed when Americans Air Airlines Flight 77 slammed into the building. Multiple wildfires burning across the West. California Governor Gavin Newsom says fire crews are getting a little help from the weather. The good news is there's weather uh, starting 
uh, to appear offshore uh, that will create environment where we may get a little bit of precipitation, a Ten. modest amount of precipitation. Ten people died in the North Complex fire in California alone. In Oregon, Governor Kate Brown says four people are known to have died, but dozens of people are missing. In Washington state, 980 square miles have burned in just the last five days. Governor Jay Inslee blaming climate change for the fires there. America is listening to Fox News. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, in these ever-changing times, you can rely on Fox News for hourly updates for the very latest news and information on your time. Listen and download now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Sunday on Fox. It's a season opener for the ages on America's Game of the Week. Tom Brady and Gronk make their highly anticipated Bucks debut. In an NFC South showdown against Drew Brees. What a throw! Michael Thomas and the reigning division champion Saints. Touchdown! Sunday at 4 Eastern on Fox and the Fox Sports app. The Fox News Rundown is a weekday morning podcast that dives deep into the major and controversial stories of the day. Hosted by the anchors of Fox News Radio. Subscribe now to hear a perspective of news you won't find anywhere else. Listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Rising cases of COVID-19 in France causing concern and leaders are asking for citizens to help. Que le virus n'a pas baissé. French Prime Minister Jean Castex saying the country's coronavirus outbreak is clearly worsening. He says for the first time in several weeks, there's been a significant rise in hospitalizations and people taken to the ICU with COVID-19. This as a number of European countries worry about a possible second wave of the pandemic. The Prime Minister urging responsible behaviour, but adding that there are no plans for a new nationwide lockdown, saying we need to be able to live with the virus. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. Louisiana is further loosening its COVID-19 restrictions, but one city is leaving things the way they are for now. Louisiana's phase three will include a loosening of restrictions on public gatherings, but New Orleans is opting to keep those restrictions in place. Mayor LaToya Cantrell, however, says school buildings will start opening. The phase that we're in now is children attending public school, being on a path, to getting instruction in the classroom. So this is a huge step. New Orleans had been a COVID-19 hotspot earlier this year. Statewide, a mask order remains in effect. Evan Brown, Fox News. Following the less than stellar theatrical release of Christopher Nolan's Tenet, Warner Brothers is delaying the release of his next big film, Wonder Woman 1984 to Christmas Day. The sequel to the Wonder Woman movie was due to be in theaters October 2nd. Consumer prices rose 4.4% in August as used car prices surged by the largest amount in 51 years. The State Department reporting the August increase in the consumer price index reflected some moderation following big gains of 0.6% in both June and July as the pace of energy price gains slowed. I'm Lisa Lacerra. This is Fox News. First State Bank of North Dakota has changed its name to Bank North, but that's the only difference you'll see. We've always been here for our communities. We've always been here for generations of families. Always here, through thick and thin, for farmers, ranchers, and businesses. And always true to our core values of honesty, loyalty, and integrity. None of that will ever change. Bank North. New name, but values-based banking remains the same. Member FDIC and proud supporter of our communities. 
helping you do more. RDO does that. RDO Equipment in Lisbon is here to serve you. Sign up for your next bulk oil fill now before November 1st, and you will receive no payments, no interest for 120 days. Also, with your bulk oil fill, you will receive $100 off your next service inspection and a 10% discount on parts. Each sign-up will be entered into a drawing to win a Pit Boss Grill. Some restrictions may apply. Check store for details. RDO Equipment in Lisbon, 701-683-5836. For over 40 years, Welton's Tire Service has provided Lisbon and the surrounding areas with tire sales and service, as well as preventative vehicle maintenance at an affordable cost. They continue that tradition today, whether it's shocks and struts, tire sales and repair, or on-the-farm services. Welton Tire is your friendly neighborhood vehicle and tire expert. And let's face it, you either have Goodyear tires or you need them for your car or farm equipment. Call Welton Tire today at 683-5136 or visit them on the web at weltonstire.net. I'm Andrew Delabar, your local Edward Jones financial advisor. Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of the Oaks Tornadoes on KDDR. Call 701-742-3552 or stop by my office at 412 Main Avenue in Oaks for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. This is Dr. Ryan Lorenz, physical therapist at Mobility Plus Rehabilitation with offices in Enderlin, Lisbon, Gwinner, and Valley City. Our mission is to provide exceptional physical and occupational therapy by highly skilled therapists to minimize pain and maximize mobility, which quickly allows you to return to the quality of life you desire. We will evaluate and educate you on your condition, review treatment options, and create an effective treatment plan to solve your impairments based on your unique situation and needs. I invite you to call our offices at Mobility Plus today. Oh, we are back at Lisbon. Looks like we're going to have some uh, steady rain here for a little while. Still a couple of minutes away from the start of the second half. We will uh, definitely have uh, running time in the second uh, half. I just want to kind of look at a couple of things here while we got a few moments. And uh, I tell you, just the Lisbon Broncos uh, just reminds me a lot of last year's team. You know, they graduated several uh, important players, a couple of big offensive linemen. They, you know, they kept a lot of their utility, their special players, I guess you would say, your quarterback, your running backs, wide receivers came back. But, uh, you know, the line, you got four four linemen playing in different spots. We're new to the line this year, and the machine just keeps on a chugging here for the Lisbon Broncos. And uh, I, I think the other thing that I'm not going to try and make excuses, but I do know and uh, hopefully this will get addressed in the future. I'm not sure. I didn't get a chance to talk to the specific schools, uh, but I know for Fargo Grove last week, the other part to this whole thing is numbers are not great uh, for these two programs right now. Northern Cass, you would usually think so, but I know that uh, they did not have big numbers out for football this year, and uh, they've got a lot of youngsters, 8th and ninth graders and 10th graders trying to fill holes. So, uh, it's one of those things these players will benefit down the road, but on nights like this, they're going to take it on the chin. And I know Oak Grove last week, again, 25 yards of offense. I'm sure for their fans it's it's tough to sit through, but, again, they just don't have a lot of numbers. When you play a team as good as Lisbon, man, it makes it tough, especially when you get down early or you make mistakes or you give up a sack to start a drive. It's just tough to do when you got a lot of youngsters out there. So hopefully the second half, uh, the Jaguars, at least some of the youngsters, get some positive plays out there. I'm not one of those that 
Ah, oh, we got to have a shutout. We got to win 100 to nothing. I, you know, just they're young. They're all young athletes, and I hope uh, that they keep playing hard, and maybe they get some fruits for their their passion and their work ethic out there. And uh, the Broncos, midway through that second quarter, started rotating players on towards the end of that uh, first half. Uh, there was a fair portion of ninth graders out there. So Coach Gurdian doing the the smart thing, um, not only just trying to protect key players, but also giving some other players an opportunity to play. We are going to take a quick break here. Looks like we are close to getting the uh, start of the second half underway. You're listening to High School Football tonight on Thunder Country 106.1 FM. Our halftime show has been brought to you as a service by Mobility Plus Rehabilitation. We thank the folks over there for taking the time to sponsor our broadcast here on Thunder Country. And again, we'll be busy next week. We're going to be driving down to Ellendale. It's going to be a bit of a drive for us. Uh, but we will be down there to bring you the coverage for the Lisbon fans in this area and have not found out what their COVID restrictions are. Some places have been fairly tight uh, here in Lisbon, and it's not been tight. A lot of people have been able to just come out and enjoy the games, but they're being respectful and doing what they need to do to keep themselves safe. Looks like we will get the players to come out and kick off, so we will not take a break. We'll keep it right here. Looks like we are start ready to start the second half. And again, one more time. I don't have the list of exact stoppages, but uh, we will have a pretty fast second half. <laughs> I think it's just scores. But uh, 54 to nothing. So you get the roster is back in front of me. Got a new person kicking off here for the Lisbon Broncos. That's going to be Wyatt Webb, number 23. And he kicks an end over and kick down to the, about the 30-yard line, picked up at the 26. See the return up to the 30 again on the return is number 28. As Matthew Hoppy, the eighth grader. And we talked about the fact that uh, the Jaguars have some youngins, and I'm just looking at the list here. So right now, and it's a short roster, too. They got one, two, three, four, four eighth graders playing in this roster tonight. That was one of them. So it'll be first down and 10. Ball at the 31 yard line. Jaguars got. Three, make that four wide receivers. One in the way far side of the field. Now, looks like a pretty wide open slot receiver. I don't know if somebody's going to squeeze over and pick him up or not. Now they throw to that slot receiver. It goes to the far side. It'll be a pickup of close to 10. Check the number. I believe that was number eight again. And that would be Carpenter, Brock Carpenter. So Jaguars will move the chains. First down and 10. I was wondering because, again, they had four wide receivers out there, and Carpenter really was left uncovered. There was a little bit of a zone. I could see the DBs were watching him, but there was nobody within 10 yards of him. He just took the, took the pass quick and went to the outside and picked up 10 yards. Three wide receivers now here to the near side. Metzger will hand it off to a small back coming out of the backfield. Another fairly big gain up to the 50, down to the 45-yard line. Number five, Volden gets a nice run. And he'll get out to the 42-yard line, a big pickup of close to 18. Jaguars on back-to-back plays getting first downs. But again, I'll mention the fact that there is a lot of youngsters out there right now for the Broncos. They're really more interested in giving playing time to the youngins and watching the clock go down. Matsker will hand it off to Volden. He goes up the middle. He's going to be brought down. Just past the 40-yard line, it'll be a pickup of about three yards. We're not seeing here now is the defensive penetration from that front line like we did with the starters out there. 
Let's go through the list. Uh, ninth grader Drew Anderson, number 67, up there. I believe also Wyatt Webb is right up there, defensive end. you got a defensive end there that's 155 pounds trying to play against some fairly big boys right now for the Jaguars now. And see, they got one of their – they still have starters, some of their starters up there. That was Joe Nelson that jumped offside the senior. He is a big boy. I can only guess at his weight, but he's, he looks like he's about 215, 220. He's not small. So I believe he's still got the two seniors, 75 and 77, on the left side of that line. They do. Matt's carry quarterback Vanderwall is now out on the field. That is noteworthy and probably a smart decision. Uh, Volden backed up, took the handoff, tries to scamper to the outside, but is drunk down in the backfield. Great open field tackle by Metzen, the ninth grader for the Broncos. Nothing good happens when you run backwards. <laughs> I'm not sure what Volden was doing. I think he was trying to create some room so he could get to the far side of the field, but wow. Defensive back came up and took him down. Big loss in the play all the way back inside the 50-yard line to the 49 of the Jaguars. They need to get to inside the 35 of the Broncos for a first down. So third down and a bus load. Backing up the pass, quarterback looking, throwing over to the far side of the field. He's got a receiver open, and it goes through the hands of Carpenter. That was a really slow throw, but it got there right in the hands of Metzger. He was standing at the sideline, probably should have hauled that one in. I can't see from here if he would have been able to stay inbounds because we cannot see the white line from our angle. But it was very close. So fourth down and 20. And again, the clock is not going to stop on the incompletion. But you can tell that the Jaguars are now moving their offense a little bit faster. I think they're just trying to work on some things too, get some continuity going for next week if possible. Metzger now rolls out, thought he was going to kick it. Now he does. He does the pooch. Boy, he just about waited too long. It should have been blocked. He got it by the defender, and it rolls down the field inside the 20, down to about the 18-yard line. That is dangerous. And when he booted, it was rugby style. Never really got that far up into the air. We saw him ricochet one off in the first quarter. That went nowhere, straight up into the air off of somebody's helmet. So it'll be first down and 10 for the Broncos on the defensive stop. It looked like it was going to be the Jaguars ramming right down the field. They had a couple of back-to-back -back really nice plays, but then just a couple of losses and plays and things bogged down again. Clock will continue to run. Seven and a half minutes remaining here in the third quarter. 54 zip. Broncos, two in the backfield. We'll check the numbers. New players, penalty flag, though, before that play even got underway. And trying to see the numbers back there. It looks like we got number 10, which would be Jaden Bittner, ninth grader. Jaden only stands at 5'7", 125. So I'm trying to see who his other counterpart is back there. And I'll have to give me a minute. This is the... Blocked out to see the jersey numbers from where we're at from our perspective, but it'll be first down and 15 after the penalty flag. Now the run will go to the right side. It'll be a pickup of probably five yards. Have no idea who ran that football. 
having a heck of a time picking up numbers right now because, again, they're so small in stature. You can't, and they're behind the line just at our angle. We can't really get a good eye on, at least at this portion of the field, who it is. Usually we can just tell by look, too. But, again, two quarterbacks in the backfield split, just like the normal formation you would find with Sowers and Schultz. It'll make it second down and 10. Run coming here to the near side. Sweep in the corner is Op. Op to the 25, up to the 30. Still in his feet. Tackled forward past the 35 to the 38. He's finally pushed out of bounds and then tackled out of bounds. And there goes the penalty flag. A huge run by Op and then frustration after the play. I'm sure that the Jaguars are like, holy cow, we can't bring this kid down. And so one of the defenders is like, I got to bring him down. So a tackle, it'll be an unsportsmanlike penalty, though, as that play was, it wasn't like a hellacious hit by any means. He just drug him down out, out, out of bounds. But it will be an unsportsmanlike penalty. And they'll march the ball all the way down to the 45-yard line. So not only a big run by Op, and now they're in front of us. We can see jerseys again. But if you throw on a 15-yard penalty after that, it'll be first down and 10, and... The Broncos are back in business. Wide receiver here to the near side. Lots of eighth or ninth graders out there right now. Low snap picked up. Little misdirection in the backfield. The handoff goes to 20. That would be Levi Svam, but there was a little, the handoff was a little off kilter. An offensive player was able to get through quickly and was able to lock up Svam before he could get anything going. So it'll be a loss of a couple of yards on the play, and it'll make it second down and 12. 440 and counting down here in the third quarter. Again, as mentioned, it's going to be running time for the rest of the way here unless the Jaguars put up 20 points. First of all, got to stop what the Broncos are currently doing. Opp takes the handoff in the backfield, but he's going to be wrapped up. A loss of a couple on the play. One of those coming through. Still a starter or two out there. Messner coming from the Jaguars' defensive line. Both Messner and Nelson it also just comes down to the fact they just don't have a lot of numbers on that team, so some of the starters probably have to play. Not a lot of white jerseys sitting around over there. So 354 and counting down here in the third quarter, 54 to nothing Lisbon. It is third and 14, the ball at the 48-yard line of the Jaguars blitz. Coming up the middle, Op will run it to the right side, gets up to the 45, down the sideline he goes to the 40, down to about the 35-yard line. He's very close to first down yardage. Looks like he is going to be short by a couple of yards. They will spot him down at the 37, 38. A couple of yards short, so it'll be fourth down and a couple. And Coach Gurdy wanted that first down, but he was short. It is interesting to me. It looks like in a lot of these plays now, the Jaguars, you know, you're going against youngsters here, and they kind of got figured out what the offense is going to be. But that one, it was a just pure blocking and pure will that got the Broncos a big gain. Now Op, hand up. Op goes up the middle, 360 spin through the line. He gets plenty of yardage, enough for the first down, move the chain, and a nifty run by Op as he was about to get tackled. Does a 360 spin, and the defender can't get a hold of him and picks up about 10 yards on the play that was, what, fourth down and two. And now we get a player down, another Jaguar player down at about the 31-yard line. 
and I'm sure they are. They've been taking a beating out there, just uh, size-wise and everything across the board here. We're going to take a bit of a break, though. Looks like the player is going to be down for a moment. The Lisbon trainer is out on the field. We'll be back with more of our coverage of Lisbon Bronco football well on their way to win number three of the 2020 season. You've been listening to Lisbon Broncos. Navigating the challenging and difficult world of personal and business finances, estate planning, tax planning, preparation, and problems can be challenging at best. For all of these needs and more, put your trust in Olson Accounting of Lisbon. Olson Accounting prides themselves on outstanding service to their clients and dedication to professionalism, responsiveness, and quality. Olson Accounting of Lisbon would be happy to answer any of your questions. Contact them today at 701-683-2700 and visit them on the web at col. OlsonCPA.com. The Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters is a group of parents, coaches, and community members whose mission is to enrich the athletic community by providing financial support for Lisbon High School athletic programs. Proudly supporting all of Lisbon's varsity sports programs, the Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters would like to thank the community for their involvement and participation in fundraising. Check out the Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters on Facebook for upcoming events and opportunities where you can volunteer, donate, or join the booster team. Catch the spirit with Lisbon Bronco Athletics. Well, looks like we are set to go again. Player up, able to get off to the sideline. And the Broncos will continue the drive here. First down and 10. Ball at the 37-yard line of the Jaguars. A little misdirection, and the handoff will go back to the right. On the carry will be number 20. That will be Levi Svem. Svem will get some positive yardage, too. Move the chains, or actually not move the chains, but move the uh, down marker. It looks like it'll be second down and three, so a gain of seven on the play. Second down and three. Wide receiver here to the left side. Two in the backfield for the Broncos, and a fumble in the backfield, and falling on top of the football is the ninth grader, Jaden Bittner, who again normally is not out there. Probably his first varsity action, but and that ball might have been slippery too. It looked like he was trying to wipe his hands off. I'm sure the grass is plenty wet. Clock is down to about 90 seconds remaining here in the third quarter, and I love football, but I think this is one of those games we can't get to triple zeros in the fourth quarter fast enough. Snap will go to Op, rolling here to the near side, tries to sweep the far side, gets some extra running room. He'll get inside the 10, down the sideline he goes. He's finally pushed out of bounds close to the five-yard line. It'll be another big pickup there, at least 20 yards. So the Broncos will have first down and goal at the four-yard line. Edges have just been mostly wide open tonight. For the Broncos, uh, again, the Jaguars are just trying to stuff everything between the tackles, and if they get caught, if there's any kind of seal block there, they're in trouble. And there's been plenty of touchdowns tonight that have gone off the edge. So the direct snap to Op trying to go to the right, fights off a tackle and gets in to the end zone for a touchdown. It's going to be a four-yard touchdown run for Op. I'm guessing that's going to be his first. 
So we'll put that one up with 22 seconds, but the clock continues to run, and we're going to run out of the third quarter here before this is all said and done. So we've got to rate quickly here, number 22 with the score, four yards. Two-point conversion coming up, but I don't know if we'll get it off before the zeros come up, unless they do it in no time. And we're waiting for the snap of the football. It does get off to op, and then he does a quick handoff. And the running back fell down. The handoff went quickly to Levi Svem, just counterplay in the backfield. But it is no good. So 60 to nothing is the score. And we are at the end of the third quarter. We head to the fourth. It has been all Broncos. They're well on their way to a 3-0 start on the season. We'll take the break. We'll be back with more football coming up in 60 seconds. When you need answers, knowing where to turn is important. When it comes to insurance, the answer is right here in front of you. Hi, I'm Lee Falk, your NODAC insurance company agent in Lisbon. I'll be there for you when you have an insurance question or if you need help filing a claim. You can rely on me to protect what matters most. Answers come easy with NODAC insurance. Call me today at 701-683-4802 for the answers you need today or for a free no-obligation quote. Helping you do more. RDO does that. RDO Equipment in Lisbon is here to serve you. Sign up for your next bulk oil fill now before November 1st, and you will receive no payments, no interest for 120 days. Also, with your bulk oil fill, you will receive $100 off your next service inspection and a 10% discount on parts. Each sign-up will be entered into a drawing to win a Pit Boss Grill. Some restrictions may apply. Check store for details. RDO Equipment in Lisbon, 701-683-5836. Well, we are back, waiting for the kickoff. Lots of new players out there. And it will be number 23 again for the Broncos. That will be Wyatt Webb kicking off. Pretty good kick. Kicks it here to the near sideline, and it'll die before it goes out of bounds. Wow. Right at the 17, and it died. So the Jaguars had to come and pick it up, and they got nothing, basically, in the return. Maybe a yard. Metzger. Literally, it would look like it was heading straight. Well, I don't want to say straight out of bounds, but it's certainly heading that way, and all of a sudden it just died. Six inches from going out of bounds. So first down and 10. Everything coming up Broncos tonight. 60 to nothing. This is one of those nights that uh, I think if the Broncos wanted to, they easily could have put up triple figures. Starters, or at least starters, started coming out halfway through the second quarter. And there is none out there. Hasn't been for a while. Not one for the Broncos. Still a few starters out there for the Jaguars. Although, it looks like they maybe have finally pulled their two seniors. I do not see them on the line right now for the Jaguars. So it'll be first down and 10. Handoff will come up the middle. Volden with a nice little run. Pickup of two, three yards. Let me see if I can pull the schedule up here real quick. Comes to the point where there isn't a whole lot you can say when a score is 60 to nothing. But next up for the Broncos, they will take on Ellendale. Edgley Calm will be... Traveling down to Ellendale. Be a little bit of a jaunt for us. Not so bad for the Lisbon folk in this area. But we will have you covered. No score yet tonight on the Thunder game against Hatton Northwood. But uh, the Thunder in the season so far have lost all three of their games. 
Run to the right side. It will not be enough for the first down. Gain of about four. Volden again with a carry. Just a simple little run to the right. Off tackle. Lisbon Broncos, we mentioned. As they continue down the pike here, it's the big one. All, well, actually, there's two that I am super excited about. It's after Eek. You've got Oaks here on September 25th. I wonder what the uh, seating capacity is going to be like. <laughs> I think it's going to be packed. Uh, and then we have Thompson. And Thompson is, you know, we went up to Thompson last year. The Lisbon Broncos did. And kind of, I think, finally put the uh, stamp of approval that, hey, you know what, the Broncos are good and are going to make a deep run of the playoffs. And that's exactly what they did. Thompson, I don't think they had lost a home game in years, like five years it seemed like. But uh, the Tommies are back after it again. They have won the first two games of the year, although they haven't played the top competition yet. They defeated Park River, Fordville, Lankin, 46-14 to in the opening game. And then Eek, who is 0-3, uh, the Titans were able to beat them at Ellendale. Actually, that game was in Calm, 56-16. No word yet on the uh, game against Oaks tonight. That should be an interesting score. That one actually will be very interesting to see who won between the Tommies, I guess I should say, and the Oaks Tornadoes. So it'll be fourth down and one. Missed a play there, a running play, but uh, clock continues to wind down to about eight and a half. Minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. Can probably recap some of the scores here tonight too. It's like a who's who on the team. It's not been all one or two players. There's several players that have scored touchdowns tonight for the Broncos. And I got a player on the defensive line that jumps offside, so that'll be a free first down for the Jaguars. Unless he was drawn up, but I don't think so. It looked like they jumped early. So the Broncos scored fast and furious. They scored in the first four drives of the game. They got a touchdown first quarter, 10-33 remaining. So basically just the start of the game. Got a 23-yard TD run from Jordan Sowers. Two-point conversion was good with Hunter Schultz. That made it 8 to nothing. 5-11 remaining in the first quarter. You got a 13-yard TD run from Hunter Schultz. And a two-point conversion from Sowers. That made it 16 to nothing. Still in the first quarter, 242 remaining. 25-yard TD pass to Greenlee. Two-point conversion by Hunter Schultz. That made it 24 to nothing. And then with just 24 seconds remaining in the first quarter, the Broncos scored again on a 43-yard TD run by Sowers. Two-point conversion by Rasmussen. That made it 32 to nothing. 928 remaining in the first half. Another touchdown. Rasmussen sweep to the Right side, eight-yard TD run, two-point conversion by Hunter Schultz. That made it 40 to nothing. 6.29 remaining in the first half. It was a 20-yard TD run by Greenlee. Made it 46 zip, two-point conversion failed. Every other two-point conversion. Nope, I guess the last one didn't work either. Uh, the next touchdown, though, coming in the second quarter. Forgot to write down the time of this one, but it was a 34-yard run by Caden Sweet down the sideline. I thought for sure he was never going to make it that far without going out because there was defenders around him, but nobody tackled him or pushed him out of bounds, so he made it into the end zone. Two-point conversion also by Sweet. That made it 54 to nothing, and then we finally got our first touchdown of the second half, and that was a four-yard touchdown run by Opp. The two-point conversion was no good, but that coming with 22 seconds running time remaining in the third, and that's where we're at, 60 to nothing. And with that, we've taken a couple of minutes off the score clock here. 
which is good news. We're third and three, ball at the 40-yard line. Still the Jaguars have the football, about six minutes remaining. And now we got another whistle and a penalty flag before the snap of the football. And this time it looks like it is going to be a false start against the Jaguars. So it'll back them up five yards. Metzger <clears throat> is looking at the team out there. I think Metzger may be one of the few players. There's no starters out there for the Broncos right now, and I think almost every other player, most every other player is off the field right now for the Jaguars. Vanderwall left. What was that, second quarter or the end of the second quarter? He had gotten uh, injured, and he was taken out of the game and has not come back. A bomb by Metzger trying to throw it down the far sideline to receiver. Actually, the receiver had a little bit of opening there, but uh, the two misconnected will fall incomplete, and that'll make it fourth down and about seven. Did the rain finally stop? I'm not really seeing any rain out there. Still seeing some water dripping from the roof, but I think that's exactly what it is. So reason to celebrate senior night here in Lisbon. Lisbon Broncos will go to 3-0, and and the bulk of their schedule is at home. They played a lot on the road. They will be on the road against Ellendale, but then they're home against Oaks and Thompson, and to end the year with Sargent County. And now we get a timeout taken before the next play on fourth and seven by the Jaguars. Clock will stop on the timeout. It's a hefty seed timeout. We're going to take the break. It's a Friday night, football night here in Lisbon. We'll be back with more football coverage on Thunder Country, 106.1 FM. Water isn't just water. Hi, I'm Darren Hefty with Hefty Seed. Your water quality is likely hurting how well your herbicide and other spray applications work. The reason why? It is hard. Hard water occurs with calcium, magnesium, and other metals that are present in the water as positively charged ions. They bind to herbicides, they bind to other ag products, and they reduce your effectiveness. That's why we've developed WaterRite that neutralizes hard water. WaterRite can make your applied products work like they're supposed to. For more information, visit HeftySeed.com. CHI Lisbon Health Clinic is now offering telemedicine visits. This means that you can have an appointment with your provider and not have to physically come to the clinic. To schedule your telemedicine appointment, simply call CHI Lisbon Health Clinic today at 701-683-6400. CHI Lisbon Health Clinic is now located on the north side of the hospital and open Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. CHI Lisbon Health Clinic. Imagine better health. Well, we're back after the break. 60 to nothing is the score, just in case you're joining us. And to be honest, uh, we've been mostly at this score since the first half. Uh, now it's going to be a quarterback keeper. Metzger is going to get the first down. Goes down the sideline. He's broken free, and he's going to go for the touchdown. Wow, he lulled us to sleep, but the kid's got wheels. Holy smokes, he broke away from everybody and got a 65-yard touchdown run on the far side of the field. With 4.10 remaining. 65 yards. I've got to get this down here quick because the clock's going to keep running. There's no stopping here. Uh, so Metzger, again, the, the only starter that's still out on the field. He got loose on that far sideline, and, man, he all of a sudden there were some players around him, and he just like he was shot out of a cannon. All of a sudden, by the time he got to the end zone, he had probably close to an 8-9 yard lead on everybody else. 
So the goose egg is off the board. Two point. Nope, they're going to go for the extra point here. We haven't seen an extra point kicker in a long time. So the snap is good. The kick is up, and the kick is good. So it is 62-7. So we'll write that down there. And actually, to be honest with you, I'm kind of happy that the Jaguars got some points up there. Nobody likes to have a goose egg. And that was a heck of a run by the quarterback, Metzger. So we will, I'm just trying to get everything written down here. we got the kickoff coming up to the Broncos. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more coverage, but again, it's all Broncos, 60 to 7, 325 remaining. Clock has stopped at the moment. Staying on top of your health is important for every single aspect of your life. Sanford Health Lisbon Clinic is here to make sure all your needs are taken care of right here in your hometown. With Sanford Lisbon, you can experience a close relationship with a provider that is part of your community and will be your health partner for life. To learn more about the services offered in your town, visit SanfordHealth.org. Sanford Health Lisbon Clinic wishes all athletes the best of luck this season. Well, I think we are set to go. Got the players back out on the field. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> we need to get the clock running here again. That's the uh, that's the biggest thing. So it'll be kickoff for the Jaguars. Are they going to do the onside kick? Why not? What do you got to lose? Work on it. Field goal. By the way, I believe it was by Hoppy, number 28. Double-check that it is. He will be kicking off. So the goose egg finally off the board. Now kick off. They're just going to kick it off deep. So it will bounce down to the 20-yard line, picked up by Op. comes here to the near side up to the 30, and then he's going to be pulled out of bounds by Metzger. So first down and 10. I'm not quite sure why they stopped the clock, but I suppose change of possession maybe is one of those that uh, is a clock stopper. So hopefully it'll continue to run. In fact, I would think he'd run the clock here at any point in time, but uh, now he will. There you go. He's got it, got it going. The Broncos are going to take their time coming up to the line of scrimmage. A lot of different players on the field. I apologize. When you get into a game like this, you just got to try and find positives and get the youngsters' names out there, and it's about all you can do. Now a snap that's bobbled in the backfield and brought down almost immediately is Bittner. Jaguars' defensive front is finding some holes getting through. I mean, they we're getting third-teamers out there right now for the Broncos in some spots, just eighth or ninth graders and – so Jaguars are able to pad their stats just a little bit, although most of their starters are out. In fact, I don't see Metzger out there at this moment. He was kind of the last one that was out there, although I do I did find one now. Carpenter is still out there. Direct snap goes up the middle. On the carry will be Mike Nelson, the ninth grader, picks up close to about five yards. It'll make it third down and about seven. We are finally down to two minutes. <laughs> this game has taken forever. 
especially with the Broncos jumping out as big as they did early on. It's just been waiting for the game to get done, and now we got a timeout taken by the Jaguars. Have no idea whether they're taking a timeout here, but uh, we'll take the timeout as well. We'll be back with more football coverage. Again, it's all all Broncos 60-7 to with 149 remaining. We'll be back with more. It's a hefty seed timeout. Water isn't just water. Hi, I'm Darren Hefty with Hefty Seed. Your water quality is likely hurting how well your herbicide and other spray applications work. The reason why? It is hard. Hard water occurs with calcium, magnesium, and other metals that are present in the water as positively charged ions. They bind to herbicides, they bind to other ag products, and they reduce your effectiveness. That's why we've developed WaterRite that neutralizes hard water. WaterRite can make your applied products work like they're supposed to. For more information, visit HeftySeed.com. The Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters is a group of parents, coaches, and community members whose mission is to enrich the athletic community by providing financial support for Lisbon High School athletic programs. Proudly supporting all of Lisbon's varsity sports programs, the Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters would like to thank the community for their involvement and participation in fundraising. Check out the Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters on Facebook for upcoming events and opportunities where you can volunteer, donate, or join the booster team. Catch the spirit with Lisbon Bronco Athletics. Well, we're back after the timeout. The Broncos are just going to ramble right up to the line of scrimmage as the referee blows the whistle. And he already cranked the clock here. So direct snap coming here to the near side. And down the sideline he's going to go. Number 25, that's Mike Nelson, has to veer back towards the middle of the field as Carpenter came and stopped him from scampering for a long touchdown. He's finally brought down at about the... 20, well, they're going to put him down at the 30-yard line. I thought for a minute Nelson was gone, but Carpenter was able to head him off. Now he gets up. Looks like he is either winded or hurt a little bit. He's going to go into the backfield at safety. But uh, the clock will continue to wind down to about a minute 10. Oh, Coach Gurdian is out into the field talking to his players at the moment. Not sure what that's all about. They're going to come up to the line of scrimmage and snap the football. Let's get this game over. 60 to 7. Senior Knight's going to go into a victory formation now for the Broncos. That's what the message was from Coach that they're just going to kneel on the football and let this game end. So they kneel down to the football and first down and 10. And the clock will continue to wind. Hope. I don't think uh, the Jaguars have used a couple of their timeouts. I'm not sure that they have any left. So they don't have to snap it again. That's it. Game clock is at 18, and the play clock is at 20. So that is going to do it. The Jaguars making their way slowly off the field. And here comes the Broncos to the sideline. They are going to win their third game of the year by a final score of 60-57. to We're going to take a break. We've got our postgame show coming up. To be honest, we're going to have a fairly quick postgame show because we have burned a lot of info over the last couple of quarters uh, because this has just been such a uh, such a lopsided game here tonight. 
Uh, but we do want to thank uh, all of our sponsors here tonight, and we do have a post-game show. We're going to go through all the scoring. Our post-game show is brought to you as a service by RDO Equipment, helping you do more. RDO does that. RDO Equipment in Lisbon. They are here for your family operations. If you need anything or have questions, you can give them a call at 683-5836. We'll be back with a post-game show coming up in just a moment. Helping you do more. RDO does that. RDO Equipment in Lisbon is here to serve you. Sign up for your next bulk oil fill now before November 1st, and you will receive no payments, no interest for 120 days. Also, with your bulk oil fill, you will receive $100 off your next service inspection and a 10% discount on parts. Each sign-up will be entered into a drawing to win a Pit Boss Grill. Some restrictions may apply. Check store for details. RDO Equipment in Lisbon, 701-683-5836. CHI Lisbon Health Clinic is now offering telemedicine visits. This means that you can have an appointment with your provider and not have to physically come to the clinic. To schedule your telemedicine appointment, simply call CHI Lisbon Health Clinic today at 701 683-6400. CHI Lisbon Health Clinic is now located on the north side of the hospital and open Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. CHI Lisbon Health Clinic. Imagine better health. Okay, let's uh, get to it. Again, uh, fans have been instructed to get out of the stadium because of the coronavirus COVID-19 after the completion of the game. So we're going to also get out of the way so they can do their normal maintenance or actually subnormal with COVID-19 uh, cleanup and everything that they got to do. But let's go through the scoring here in this game. And again, four touchdowns in the first quarter for the Lisbon Broncos, three more in the second quarter, seven touchdowns in the first half. And to be honest with you, they probably could have scored more in the second, but they started to put subs in towards the well, probably the last five minutes of that second quarter. Uh, third quarter and fourth quarter, one touchdown Actually, there was only one touchdown for the Broncos, and that was in the third with 22 seconds left. The last touchdown, coming with 4-10 remaining in the game, was a nice touchdown run by Metzger, the Jaguars, so they were able to get the goose egg off the board, and the game finished at a score of 60-7. to But let's recap the scoring here real quick. The Broncos scored first. In fact, the first four times that they had the football, first touchdown coming in with 10:33 remaining in the first on a 23-yard touchdown run by Sowers. Two-point conversion by Hunter Schultz. That made it 8-zip. 5-11 remaining in the first, a 13-yard TD run by Hunter Schultz. Two-point conversion by Sowers, 16-zip. 2.42 remaining in the first quarter, 25-yard TD pass to Greenlee. Two-point conversion by Hunter Schultz, 24-zip. 24 seconds remaining in the first quarter, 43-yard touchdown run by Sowers and a two-point conversion by Rasmussen. That made it 32 to nothing. Scoring score or started again as soon as the Broncos had the football for the fifth time. Another touchdown, 928 remaining in the second quarter. It was a sweep to the, well, it would have been, I think, on the right side that time by Rasmussen. Uh, the Jaguars got caught several times in this game trying to put everybody in the kitchen sink in between the tackles, trying to stop Schultz and Sowers. Well, that left the corners wide open, and there were several runs and sweeps that went the distance. That was an 8-yard TD run by Rasmussen. Two-point conversion by Schultz. That made it 40-zip. 6-29 remaining in the second quarter. It was a 20-yard run by Greenlee on a sweep. Uh, that made it 46-0. No two-point conversion on that one. That failed. Another touchdown for the Broncos, this time coming uh, on the feet of Caleb, or make that Caden Sweet. 34-yard TD run, two-point conversion by Sweet. That made it 54 to zip. That got us to half. 
And then in the third quarter, we got a uh, four-yard touchdown run by youngster Op, number 22, who came in. Two-point conversion failed. That made it 60 to zip. And as mentioned, with a few minutes remaining in the game, fourth quarter, quarterback on a fourth and seven was able to, for the Jaguars, Metzger, he ran it to the sideline. He got loose down the sideline. Kids got wheels. I mean, there was a bunch of people around him, and by the time he got to the end zone 65 yards later, he had about a seven or eight-yard lead on everybody. And field goal, the extra point actually was good. First time I've seen an extra point in two years, but that made the score 60-7. to So that's going to do it for our coverage tonight. We want to thank RDO for sponsoring our postgame show. Next up, hopefully the next victim will be Eek. We'll check to see here before we go if we have any kind of a score update on that. But the Broncos, with the win here tonight, run their record to 3-0. and And we'll take a look at uh, Ellendale Edgeley and see if that score has come in. It has not as of yet. So they are 0-3. So next Friday night, we will be down in Ellendale. Our pregame show will get on the air at about 6.45 with a kickoff at 7 o'clock. Broncos football can be heard all the time, every game, all season long on Thunder Country 106.1 FM. That's going to do it for our coverage. We'll get you back to regular programming in just a moment. You've been listening to Lisbon Broncos football on Thunder 106.1. And this game was brought to you by CHI Lisbon Health, Welton Tire Service, Sanford Health, Ardio Equipment, Mobility Plus Rehabilitation, Hefty Seed Company. Tonight's Lisbon Broncos football game is brought to you by Dickey Rural Networks, Wallach Johnson Insurance, Bank North, Nodak Insurance and Agent Lee Falk, Lisbon Bronco Boosters, Olson Accounting, Extreme Clean Car Wash of Lisbon and Enderlin, and Edward Jones Oaks.